Welcome to Heart of Worship Church Podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Hi, I'm Miranda Wright, and this is day 23 of our 120-day Upper Room Prayer Campaign. And today, we're going to talk about contending for the faith. But in order to do that, I have to give you a little testimony and explain to you why the prayer mandate went out so late yesterday. As I do every day, I got up early and I prayed and sought the Lord and began to record the day's prayer mandate. And as I recorded the message that the Lord was giving to me to share with you all about the power of grace and how we have to seek the Lord to get a word from him. You know, the Bible says we have to humble ourselves and seek him because when we seek him, then we can hear from him. And then when we hear from him, we can have faith in the word that we heard because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And if we haven't heard from the Lord or read his word in front of us and chosen to have faith in that word, then our faith is in other things. We can have faith in many things. We can have faith in many lies, but to have faith in God or in his word and in what he says, we have to hear from him. And that comes for most of us in that place of prayer and seeking. But once you've heard, then you have to choose to stand in faith on that word. And I talked to you about how once that word comes, then the fight really begins. Once that promise has been given to you, the fight truly begins because we have to stand in faith on that word. And it is truly a fight of faith, a fight to keep the faith. We have to contend to keep the faith in that word that God has given us. When we choose to believe that word, no matter what it looks like, and because of the belief in our heart, we confess that belief or speak it forth with our mouth in the face of all of the enemy's opposition of it, then the grace of God comes to back up those words and to prove those words. And we overcome. And once that happens, we then have to give the testimony of it because that helps others to have faith and then to stand in that faith until they see the grace released that helps them to overcome so that they can share the testimony also. That's why we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And because we love not our lives even unto the death because you've got to be willing to speak that testimony at all costs. And as soon as I finished recording, something happened that allowed me to walk in the demonstration of the very grace that we were asking for. And I will give you the testimony, but before I do, I have to give you a little backstory. You see, a few years back, my dad began to have some serious health issues. And when I sought the Lord on it, the Lord told me that though he would have some downtime, that he had a certain number of years left. And so I stood in faith on that word. Well, not very long after that, he had a massive heart attack. And when he got to the hospital, when the doctors went in and looked, they freaked out. And they said that they would not even have gone in to look had they known it was so bad. And there were so many blood clots that so many of the veins had collapsed. And there was only about 10% of the heart functioning. But even that was so full of blood clots. They said there is no possible way he can live the night. He will not survive. And so my aunt asked, she said, are you telling me that my brother will die? And their words were, you would need a miracle. To which 
I replied, that's okay. We know the miracle maker. Because I already had a word from the Lord that he had a certain number of years left. And this was not it. So I stood in faith on the word that I had heard from the Lord in face of the trial and opposition of all of hell coming against me to cause me to doubt. You see, it is a fight of faith. It is a fight to keep the faith. But in that moment, knowing the word that the Lord had told me, I made a decision to set God up to get glory. And I think that many a time, if we were more bold to set the stage for God to get glory, he would be more willing to move. But so often we try to set ourselves up for glory and and he won't endorse that. So I put a word out on Facebook, letting everybody know exactly how bad the doctor said it was, how impossible they said that it would be for him to even survive the night. But I put forth the word of faith that we know the miracle maker and God is willing and able. And if anybody wanted to participate in this miracle, to see this man raised from this impossible situation, to lift up a prayer in agreement with us. And the thing is, is the doctors really didn't do anything because they thought it was so hopeless. Really, there was nothing they could do. All they did was put him in a room and wait for him to die. But then the next morning they come in and he's still alive and they're in shock. And then the weekend passes and the doctors come in and they're amazed and they're saying, how are you still alive? And then after a few weeks, he's doing better and they cannot explain it. They have no explanation for why. After a couple of months, he's up and moving around and walking and going back for the doctor visit. And the doctor tells him, how are you alive? You have a hundred percent blockage. To which he replies, prayer. And the unbelieving doctor answers, then pray for me because God is hearing your prayers. And of course, my dad in his humility turns back and says, well, it's not just my prayers. It's a lot of people's prayers. And of course, shares the love of Jesus. Well, as time went on, he continued to improve until a year or two later, he's going back for his checkups and they're still amazed and, you know, and he's getting his test results in and he can hear them talking and they're trying to convince each other that there's no way this is his chart because they're looking at this chart of a heart that is at normal functionality. When he had the heart attack, it was between 10 and 15%. And they said the rest was dead and blocked. And there was no possible way for him to even survive, much less be restored. But now they're looking at a report that says it is back to normal functionality. And so the testimony grows, but it came by faith, but faith had to be tested. We had to face that garden of Gethsemane. We had to stand in the face of an impossibility and speak forth faith in the word that the Lord had delivered in order for the grace to then come to empower the impossible work to take place that we could then testify of the overcoming power of God's grace that others might believe and their faith be built also. Fast forward to yesterday, as I'm speaking forth this message of faith and grace and works and giving this demonstration and saying, Lord, that we are willing to go through the crushings. We are willing to go through the testings. We are willing to be a demonstration of the grace. We are willing to stand in faith and speak forth in faith the things that you have said to believe it so that the power of grace can then come to do what no man can do so that we can be a demonstration of it and deliver the testimony. As soon as I finish recording, my mom comes running over. I live next door to them and she's all in a panic and she's like, come help me with dad. So I'd put the phone down and I run over to help. 
Well, something has happened. His blood pressure has dropped so low that it's not hardly even registering on the meter and he's passed out and fallen and hit his head and he's bleeding. She can't wake him up and he, he can't get up enough strength to get up. He's, he's choking. He can't breathe. He has no strength. His skin is, is colorless and cold. There's no pressure. She's calling the ambulance, trying to get him up. My brother comes over to help us and it looks like this is it. God gave us grace, he gave us time, but this doesn't look good. He's incoherent. He can't stay conscious. At this point, I have a decision to make. I can believe the lie of the enemy and speak the doubt, or I can stand in faith on what the Lord told me, that he still has time left, and decree. And so I did. In the name of Jesus, I spoke it forth, and I called out that spirit of death, and I said, you have to go. You cannot be here. Because my God said, this is not his time, according to what the Lord spoke to me. So I speak life. I speak healing in the name of Jesus. And immediately he started to come to his blood pressure started to come back up. He began to become coherent. He got a little strength and was able with help to be gotten up and brought to the vehicle. We brought him to the hospital. He continuously from that moment on got better. By the time he was at the hospital, he was able to move around. They did some work. They looked. They said there was no heart attack. There's no heart damage. There's no kidney damage. There doesn't appear to be anything wrong except that he needed some fluid. So they put him on the IV for a little while, checked him out, ran some tests, and sent him home. Long story short, I give you the testimony because it's a demonstration of the very word that was being spoken at the very time that that was happening. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what it feels like. It matters what you believe. If God has spoken it, believe it. And if you truly believe it, be willing to speak it. Because it wasn't until the moment that I opened my mouth and made that profession of faith in the words that God had given me and spoke against the mountain that was rising up against us and cast it into the sea and decreed the word of my God and my faith in it that immediately everything turned around. When you move in faith, it releases the grace that does the work that you could not do on your own, which then gives you a testimony because you have become the demonstration of the power of God. So that now today I can share the testimony with you and say, contend for the faith. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it feels like. I don't care how serious the attack is that is rising up against you. You stand in faith on the word of God and he will release the grace to back it up. And if it takes a miracle to do so, he will release a miracle to do so. And that's why signs, wonders, and miracles follow those that believe. I hope it stirs your faith. I'm just giving you two little stories in a lifetime of stories this grand. We see it every day. My favorite time in our church is when we take time aside to share testimonies because all of our people have these kinds of testimonies and many of them because we choose to believe. And that's no boast on our part. That's a boast in the Lord because of the power of his grace, because we have simply chosen to believe. And I want to stir your faith so that you can choose to believe. But you know, it comes first by hearing. So you've got to devote the time to seek the Lord so you can hear from him. Because if I had never sought the Lord and gotten that word, I would not have the faith to stand on it. We have to humble ourselves and seek the Lord. Hear from him 
and then stand in faith on the things he has spoken or open the word of God and read it and stand in faith on the things he has written. Because once that faith has been tested, once you have faced your Gethsemane, once you have faced the pressure of the crushing, then the power of the Holy Spirit, which is grace, will flow through to do what no man can do. And I implore you, once it does, give a testimony. Give God the glory. Remember that it says in Ephesians 6 that the armor is given for us to be able to stand and withstand. Having done all to stand, stand. Put on your salvation. Put on your breastplate of righteousness. Put on your belt of truth, which is the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit. Put on the shoes of the gospel, the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith, and stand. You must contend for the faith. You must be able to stand. Stand. Because remember, it is a fight of faith. It's not a fight against the enemy. It's a fight against doubt. It's a fight against fear. It's a fight against the lies that he's speaking in your ear. It's a fight to keep your faith, to keep believing. And not only to believe in your heart, but to believe enough for it to come out of your mouth. The Bible says that if you will believe with your heart and confess, with your mouth because once it comes out of your mouth then God will enforce it because he gets the glory as he endorses it so my friends this is how we fight our battles when you choose to have faith in what God has spoken the enemy is going to get stirred up and he is going to attack but you stand in faith and you shake off those attacks and you do not allow yourself to be shaken. The Bible says that everything that can be shaken will be shaken so that only that which cannot be shaken will remain. In other words, he's looking for an unshakable faith. Let me tell you in everything that happens today, I didn't have so much as an elevated heart rate even for a moment because I was not shaken because I already knew the word that the Lord had spoken. This is not his time. These are not the only miracles or even the biggest miracles that I have seen. And I do not say it as a boast because it is not things that I have done, but the Lord. It is a boast in the Lord. He has done many miraculous, wonderful things. And we need to be willing to tell people about it. We need to be willing to stand in faith and believe and see the salvation of our Lord. To see the power of his grace manifested in our lives and then tell others about it so that they can have faith for it too. Because they need to have faith for the fight. They have to know that you have to contend for the faith. That you have to fight to keep the faith. Because if you will, his grace will come to do impossible things. So again, this is how we fight our battles. We stand and we praise and we shake off the attacks of the enemy. You know, I have a message called shake it off. It talks about when Paul was helping to build a fire and as that fire, which was representative of the Holy Spirit is getting built up, a snake gets stirred up, which is representative of that old devil, the enemy, and it attacks him and it bites him, but he's not shaken by it. He just keeps right on and he shakes it off in the fire. And then because people saw him get attacked and then they saw him survive the attack, they saw him shake it off and they saw that it didn't hurt him or kill him. It didn't do what the enemy meant for it to do. It built the faith in the unbelieving that they might believe also. So my friend, I'm telling you, 
Choose to believe. Stir up the fire. Stir up the faith. Stir up the gifts that are within you. And when you do, the enemy will attack. But be willing to shake it off. Stay by the fire. Don't get scared away. Don't run away. He's trying to bully and bluff you and get you to stop. Stay by the fire. Keep building the fire. Stay close to the fire and shake it off. And others will see it and believe. When the enemy attacks, we need to learn how to praise and not be shaken. We need to learn how to thank God and not be shaken. We need to learn how to not turn back because we are not shaken. So today, because the devil didn't like us preaching faith and calling for grace yesterday, we're going to do it again. Because he got stirred up and attacked for it, we're going to do it again. We're not going to back down. We're going to do it again. We're not going to run away. We're going to do it again. We're going to stand and praise and know that if the devil doesn't like it, then we need to do it more. The fire's getting hot and he's getting stirred up. And even when he attacks, we are going to shake it off and do it again. It was only a few weeks ago that I was standing in a room of pastors and one of them was talking about the greater things of God and why we don't see them. And he asked, when is the last time you saw somebody raised from the dead? And of course he was expecting for a non-response, but I had to raise my hand because I have seen it a few times actually, because signs, wonders, and miracles will follow those who believe. So God, we give you praise today. God, we give you thanks today. God, I thank you that you are teaching the people how to contend for the faith, how to stand in faith in the face of all of the attacks and onslaughts of the enemy. Because how can we expect to be part of great victories if we're not willing to stand and be part of great battles? God, I give you praise that you are the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, that you are in control and that nothing is too hard for you. God, I give you praise for all the wonderful and mighty works that I have seen in my life with my two eyes that tell me of who my God is, of his mercy, of his grace, of his love, of his power, of his faithfulness to those who believe. God, we put our trust in you and we praise you and we lift your name on high and we glorify and we magnify. And we thank you, God, that you are perfection, that you are peace to me, that you are strength to me, that you are hope to me, that you are love to me, that you are all that I will ever need. God, we pray for a stirring of faith in the people like they've never experienced before. God, I pray for a boldness in the people that they would be willing to speak forth the testimonies of the Lord, that they would be willing to boast in the Lord, that they would be willing to speak forth those testimonies of the things that you have done in their life, that they would be willing to go out and share and tell somebody what the power of your grace has done. God, I pray for a stirring of faith in the people that they would read your word and believe it and walk it out by faith that they would get on their face before you and seek you for truth seek you for word seek you for a promise and once you have spoken it and confirmed it lord that they would stand in faith on it no matter how long it takes no matter how impossible it gets no matter how much the enemy comes against it or resists no matter how much he attacks that they would stand in faith and not be shaken because you're looking for a people of unshakable faith And we know the word says that everything that can be shaken will be shaken so that only that which cannot be shaken will remain. So God, I choose to be the one unshaken because I want to be the one that remains. I want to be the one that is standing with you. I want to be the one 
that makes it out of this class to a higher grade. I don't want to stay where I am. I don't want to go back to where I was. I'm coming up higher by faith in my Christ and what you have done and what you can do and what you will do. I'm going to take time to seek your face. God, raise up a people who will seek you with hunger, who will seek you with a drive, who will seek you and wait on the Lord until you have come and given a word that renews their strength. God, when Jesus faced his Gethsemane and he had to come before you in that garden, he prayed, he prayed, he prayed for a word. And when he gave up his will and he said, your will be done, it says that you sent an angel immediately to strengthen him. So God, I thank you that in the seeking, in the praying, in the surrendering, in the submitting, you strengthen us with, with the power of your grace to walk out that which you have called us to do, even if it's hard, even if it's unpleasant, even if it's not what we want to do, we give you praise because we know that there is glory on the other side of it. God, your word says that every trial, hardship, and affliction we face brings a greater weight of glory on the other end of it. And if we're willing to have faith for this little thing, you're going to pour out a little bit of grace, but then we can have a little more faith for the little bit bigger thing next time. And you can pour out a little more grace and then we can have faith for an even greater thing the next time. So you can pour out more grace. God, we want to grow in grace. I give you praise, God, that you have not settled for where I was. God, I don't want to settle for where I was. I want to grow in faith every single day. God, I pray you raise up a people that is bold enough, that loves you enough, that desires the world to see the truth about your grace enough, to be willing to speak speak forth those testimonies, to be the demonstration of it, to speak out in the midst of those who want them to be silent, Lord, that they would sharpen that sword and let it go forth to do the work of the Lord, to cut down the lies of the enemy that say that you are not able, that you are not strong enough, that you do not heal, that you do not deliver. God, it is all lies from the pit of hell because I've seen it all and no person or demon in hell can convince me that you are not the same yesterday, today, and forever, that you are not still the same God that parts the seas, that heals the sick, that gives sight to the blind, that delivers the oppressed, that raises the dead, because I've seen you do it all. You are a God who will not bend the knee to Baal or any of the powers of hell, but you stand firm in your word. And if a people will rise up that are willing to believe it, then you are willing to pour out your grace on those who can receive it. If they are willing to then go out and freely give what they've been given and to speak it so that others can believe it. I give you praise God. And I give you thanks that you are who you say you are, who you've always been. You always will be. You are unchanged changing. You do not change, but everything you touch does. Therefore, Lord, if a person has not been changed by grace, they have not been touched by grace because you are the true fire. True fire changes whatever it touches. Strange fire doesn't. The Bible talks about strange fire, that fake fire That counterfeit fire, you know, fake fire doesn't do anything, but real fire burns. Real fire changes. Do you know that anything you put into fire is changed 
into something completely new all the way down to the molecular level. If you have entered into the fire of the Holy Spirit of God and experienced his grace, you are a new creation in Christ. You are changed and you can have it today if you believe. So God, we choose to believe. God, we want to see the greater things. We choose to trust your words by faith, to be washed by your blood and saved by your grace. Oh Lord, that you would enter in and let everything change, that nothing would remain the same by the power of your name. Oh Jesus Christ, change our life. Take who we were and make us who you have created us to be because we were born for such a time as this. And you are waiting for a people who can be the demonstration of the new manifestation of the sons of God. Those who are led of your spirit because they have surrendered, submitted their will and choose to believe you and taken on yours by faith, by choosing to trust you more than themselves, by choosing to believe you more than others, by choosing to follow you and not their own lust, by choosing to believe you, not the traditions of men, not doctrines of demons, not boast and hype, but the word of the living God demonstrated in a faithful man or woman's life. God, make us a demonstration and we will contend for the faith. Thank you for listening to Heart of Worship Church podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.